0: What's up everybody, welcome to the X Button Podcast, I'm your host Jordan, and you know what, I promised you guys a Guardians of the Galaxy review, and that is what you're going to get next week. Um, I realized that I am a lot further behind in that game than I thought, that game is long as hell, um, cutscenes galore, you know, you gotta walk around all slow looking for secrets and stuff, and... oh. It is taking a lot longer than I thought. I really didn't expect that game to be that long, but boy, is it long. And of course I got to add, hey, yo, um, but yeah, like I'm on chapter, I'm still on chapter eight. I thought I was on chapter nine. Last time I talked about this, I played more today about an hour and I'm still on chapter eight. If that gives you any frame of reference on how long this shit is, I looked it up and apparently there are 16 chapters. So I'll get there eventually. Uh, I'm just going to say it's going to come next week. So today we are talking about the most anticipated games for 2022 as we keep talking about on this podcast. We like to we like to build hype, of course. This podcast is beyond the freaking what? Pluto? Beyond, you know, we're taking this up. We're going. We're going. Share the podcast with a friend, you know, leave a like, subscribe, and do whatever you got to do. I don't know. Just listen. That's all I want you to do. Um welcome back any Old listeners, hello to any new listeners. This podcast is about games. We talk about movies. We talk about... Today we're talking about games, though. We're talking about those good games. 2022 is looking different. I don't know if you guys know this, but 2022 looks revolutionary. looks like Jeff Keighley's going to have a tough time putting that together next year at the Game Awards. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be like, what should I do? Should I do Game of the Year with 20 nominations? Should I do best narrative to 70 different games? Because it's going to be tough. There are going to be some snubs galore. If everything goes to plan, and that is the idea, my man. Uh, You know, I feel like with these games, sometimes you kind of look at them and you're like, okay, they look great. And then they come out and you're like, what the hell is this shit? And that's when you get, I don't know, a cyberpunk, of course, things like that. I don't know, the ascent, you know, Thing, you know, just random games that come out and you're like, what happened? What happened? Um, but you know, that's not the point of this episode. This point is for anticipation. What we're looking forward to that we are excited about. I have a list in front of me of everything that is confirmed so far for next year. And I'm going to go down that list and I'm going to talk about each, well, not each and every one, cause there's a lot. And honestly, the list gets kind of thin around June because, a lot of games didn't really announce dates after June. Typically, that kind of happens around E3. They're like, hey, this holiday, this is coming out or you know, whatever. Um, later in the year, basically, in 2020, they'll probably tell us more about the end of the year stuff. But uh, for the next two quarters, it looks like we have a lot to look forward to. A lot of bangers just in the first half of the year. Who knows what's going to happen in the second half, but... Ooh, uh, not to mention the things we don't know that are confirmed. I mean, there are a lot of things that are coming out that we that we may see in 2023. Uh, we might see in 2022. Who knows? Um, but, you know, I'm looking at the list and, like, God of War Ragnarok is one of them. And we don't know when that's coming out. But it's supposed to come out next year. That's one we can kind of look forward to. So I will, I will go down the TBA list and kind of see if there's any... Um, you know, games on there that look like they are worth noting. But it does seem like that even with the unconfirmed, the confirms are making next year a banger of a year. And I've talked about it a bunch and I kind of want to go through and nitpick things I'm excited for, things I'm not excited for, and things I kind of wanted to shed light on that aren't technically new, but are maybe things that you may not have experienced yet and you should experience. You should go check it out. Or just give it a a chance, you know? Maybe it's not your game, so maybe you play like an hour and you call it quits. Maybe you watch the whole thing on Twitch. I don't know what people do nowadays, you know? But it is what it is, you know? It's fine how you consume your games, but I recommend you play them because it's just not the same. It's just not the same, Spider-Man. Let's get right into it because I am excited to talk about it, and I don't know where I'm going with any of this right now. Intros all over the place. Whatever I've been playing, I've been playing Guardians, I've been playing Halo, I've been playing uh, Shimigami Tensei. I've what have I been reading? Uh, Chainsaw Man, love that mm. one punch man, love that. Mm. Uh, I'm waiting for the next Dragon Ball to come out. Mm-hmm. I'm reading Berserk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading Action Bronson's book, but I kind of stopped on it because I just have other things to do right now. Uh, I might actually jump into more of that this weekend. I was enjoying the first little bit of it. Then, uh, what have I been watching? Hawkeye, finished that up today. Uh, loved it. Definitely want to talk about it next week. Uh, we'll see. It might be Friday's episode. I'm not sure yet, but most likely you'll know whether or not to check it out. I kind of want to wait a little bit because I I didn't want like spoilers to be coming out from my podcast. I just wanted it to be fresh in everybody's minds, you know, everybody kinda knows what happened and then boom we jump right into that next week. So Hawkeye will most likely be next week. Uh so far right now, for Christmas Eve, don't know what we're talking about. Hmm. Don't know. It could be a Guardians review. I don't know. I I don't think I'm gonna knock out five chapters, six chapters, uh seven chapters actually, now that I'm thinking about it, by tomorrow. So we'll see on that. But I think we can definitely we'll have something to talk about. No worries, no worries. We'll keep it gaming related. We'll have fun and maybe we'll even have a guest. I don't know yet. I need to figure out how to do discord. So if anybody knows that, let me know, but I want to figure out how to do discord so I can just call up people and be like, Hey, let's do an episode. Let's talk. Let's, let's get this conversation started. Um, but I know what that is like a lot of technical problems. You got to figure that out. Uh, I'm going to try to figure that out for the start of next year for uh, season two, quote unquote of the X button podcast. This first year was a trial run. The second year is going to even be, be, be. Anyway, I don't know what I was going with that. I'm sorry. Um, January. Let's get right into it, boys and girls. 2022 is a banger of the year. Banger of a year, not the year. Hmm. 2022 has not happened yet, so there's that. Um, and on this list, I want to say that there are not any confirmed hardware releases. Um, not sure what's going to be coming out. Hopefully more Series X's and PlayStation 5's and Switch OLED's so the audience can get them and we can talk about them Uh, because I know they are still hard to get to this day and that is bullshit but like I said it's neither here nor there hopefully you get one for Christmas that'd be awesome or hopefully one becomes available for you to buy soon Uh, there's a lot coming out next year you gotta get ready you gotta get ready now I just don't know where to get it from so I can't really recommend anything I'm sorry Huh? sorry I'm sorry if that spiked, actually, because that was kind of loud. Let's get right into it. January. January, to be honest, most of January is kind of dead. I want Black Dynamite dead. And I don't think that. Well, there might be some things in here for some people. I mean, most of it's near the end of the month. There are some things at the beginning, but I'm still like, you know, I don't know. Uh, Starting off on January 12th, on January 12th, we have Monster Hunter Rise for the PC. Now, Monster Hunter Rise... There's, of course, a Monster Hunter game. And if you haven't played those, it is a four-player co-op experience where you're hunting down monsters, you're taking them down, you got to load up before you go out. It used to be very difficult. They streamlined it a lot for newer players, and now it actually is very uh, new player welcoming. It's just welcoming in general. Uh, but that, ga- that game is awesome. Uh, or rather, Monster Hunter World is awesome on PS4. Graphics are amazing. If you play it on a PS5, it automatically plays at 4K or like upscaled 4K at 60 frames per second if you put it in performance mode. Uh, or, I mean, if you put it in graphics mode or fidelity mode, whatever they call it on there, uh, it'll be 4K for fidelity, and then it'll automatically go to 60 frames because it's not locked, and you're just getting a banger of a game that runs really well, and even the load times are better, so look out for that. Uh, and it's part of the PS Plus collection, so go check that out. But basically what Mo- Monster Hunter Rise is, and why I talk about Monster Hunter World is, is that Monster Hunter rise is like monster hunter world with dumbed down graphics and a little bit more gameplay in terms of how you actually control and move around the levels. Um, they streamlined how you move by adding a grapple hook, which I think every game is adding now. They are adding a Malamute where you can ride a dog pretty much, and you can customize it and all this shit. And, uh, Yeah, you can basically, like, mix that in with, like, some of your combat moves and how you kind of navigate the areas and what you use to, like... You can kind of use a grapple sometimes to get on monsters. And the overall experience is just streamlined to be even better. And the fact that it's on a portable console like that, what do you got to lose, you know? Uh, But Monster Hunter Rise, you know, that's the whole reason we're talking about it now. is because it's coming to PC on January 12th. With that becomes you know you get the performance kick which I think admittedly on the switch it is lacking in performance a little bit it feels like the graphics are dumbed down feels like it's being held back and it feels like it just doesn't perform well it just it feels like it is like struggling to kind of fully be utilized on that on that system you know you look at the anti-aliasing everything looks jagged um it looks like it's barely barely able to run on there but it somehow runs and and is stable it's just it doesn't look like the most reliable um but with the pc version coming out you know you get that fidelity you get the graphics you get as long as you have a good pc um and you get a good experience if you put it on a nice ssd it'll be loading faster there's a lot of benefits to playing it on pc and according to game informers review they gave it a 7.75 which I don't know what that kind of scales with, uh, with the, uh, I'm just joking. Um, then let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going. You got Astroneer, which I feel like I've seen this a bunch, um, but I'm not familiar with it, but it looks like it came out in 2019 and it's coming out for Switch. So good for them. God of War, God of War, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I did have it as my favorite game of all time, and I probably still is. I just, there's so many games out that I just, you know, reflecting back on my decisions, I'm like, is it better than Last of Us 2? Is Last of Us 2 better than God of War, you know what I'm saying? It's it's something I'm struggling with, but they're both like, there's many games that are tied as my favorite game of all time, and that one's one of them. Yes, I'm cheating. I know. You got to pick one. You got to have one game, whatever. I pick seventy. Okay, what are you gonna do to stop me? But God of War, a amazing game. I'm sure Game Informer gave it a ten. Let's let's see. Let's see if they're crazy or not. Nine point seventy five. Oof. Hey, why don't you drop the point seventy five? Why don't you just make solid numbers? Go ahead and give that game a ten. Quit trying to be different. Um, but that game is coming to PC, and man, oh man. It's using, I think it's using DLSS, which is like the uh, the automatic rendering of 4K pretty much. It's upgrading the textures automatically. Um, and it, or not textures, I, I'm not 100% familiar with it. I'm pretty sure it's like up, upscaling something. Textures, ratio, making it 4K somehow. Um, doing a lot of shit. It's actually amazing technology. Look it up yourself. Okay, I'm just going to say that. Look it up yourself. Um, but it's got that and it has advanced shadowing. Ooh. So in the beautiful world that Kratos is in, uh, going around this Norse area, um, you know, the beautiful water, the beautiful trees, the beautiful uh stone everywhere, and like the the shadows and the lightings coming down from like the beautiful skysca- skyscape skyscape. Skyscrape. Hmm. Uh you know, it's doing a lot, and that trailer for it, they have a trailer for it out on PC, and it looks beautiful. I am so excited for that. Um, that one actually might get in buy and play, but, um, you know, that's another $60 game and a packed year that a lot of stuff's coming out, so I'm not 100% sure if I get it. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, which was previously named Rainbow Six Quarantine. Uh, I don't know why they changed it. You know, I don't know why they would change the name of that. that, that it made sense to me. I thought, you know, I assumed it was a game where we were sitting in a house, you know, for a long time. There's, you have to fight at the stores for toilet paper. And that's basically like the the whole point of the game. The more toilet paper you got, the higher level you are, things like that. But don't buy too much sanitizer or you'll become a, a new story because you're trying to flip it when people are needing it. All kinds of stuff is, you know, would have been in that game. But instead, they made this dumb change mid development. And they named it Extraction, which is fine. Whatever. I don't get the point. You're never really, unless you're extracting toilet paper out of a Walmart. Um, yeah, they named it Extraction and now it's about aliens and you're basically it's basically horde mode aliens with up to 3 people and it's made by Ubisoft Montreal. It is a shooter and it comes out January 20th. So if you are interested in that, it's coming out, but man, i tell you what, in a year with a bunch of bangers as another one that I'm like I'm not hundred percent sure will be on my radar very much. Uh, Windjammers Two is coming out. Anyways, Baby Storm is coming out for Switch. Anyways, uh, let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's keep let's keep on track with all the big the big shots. Pokemon Legends Arceus is coming out January twenty eighth. This is the new RPG made by Game Freak themselves, not a third party company that. Releases a Pokemon game with a bunch of bugs and copying duplication glitches. Even after a recent patch, it was still able to be done. And then I think the latest patch had finally fixed it. So, I mean, does your boy have seven boxes full of shiny Rayquazas and Lugias? Maybe. But I'm not here to confirm or deny that, okay? Uh, this isn't about me. This is about the games, okay? This game... Is about you kind of going back in time from the Sinnoh area, era, area, era, area, to the I think it's called the His His Hisuian. I know that's like the types, so it's Hisu. Hmm. Hmm. Um. But basically, you're going back in time uh, to like the start of Pokemon, pretty much. Uh, There's no Poke Centers and you know Arceus is like the god Pokemon so you're you're literally like founding Sinnoh and kind of I don't really know what like the whole story point is right now but I think you know there are a bunch of clans everywhere and you are literally walking around catching Pokemon and uh fighting battling other trainers and people um so, it's it's going to be interesting. I can't wait for that game. It does look great. I do think it's a little bit limited by the hardware because, you know, the OLED is not faster or stronger. It is just a prettier screen and a better build. And, of course, a couple other different features, but speed is not one of them. So, I, I think the game is going to be great, but I feel like it's going to be probably unless a new system launches with Breath of the Wild 2, which is also rumored to come out next year. I think that it might be one of the few last Switch games that are, like, demanding of it that are going to be on this current set of hardware. Because they already said they're going to be upgrading the hardware eventually. It's just, it all depends on when. No idea when, but I think it is needed sooner than later. Uh, Next up, the same day on PlayStation 5 and PC, I did not know that, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Edition, which is... The uh, you get the Lost Legacy DLC or the expansions, kind of like a Miles expansion. Um, and then you get Uncharted 4 uh, without the multiplayer, so that kind of sucks. But at the same time, that game is a fucking banger. It is like probably equivalent to what you're gonna see, if not crazier than what you're gonna see in the Tom Holland movie coming up. Um, of course. It is beautiful. It was beautiful before. Okay. Like it looks great on PS4. If you just play it, it looks great. Um, there are upgrade options for this game if you don't want to buy the full price for PS5. So that's a good thing. Um, I'm just, again, I mean, I, th- I think it's only 10 bucks to upgrade for me because I think if you own both, you can get it for $10 or something like that. It might even be free. I'm not sure. But I know it does cost money to upgrade. And I think it's coming out at like a full $40 price tag so um you know it does have new performance modes and new fidelity modes so it will look very very pretty and it'll utilize this new tech very well um it it is a bummer that the multiplayer is not there because i really enjoyed that surprisingly the the uncharted multiplayer is actually really good uh you just kind of have to it's better with people like if you have friends to play with uh it gets it gets really good Probably not as good now because there is like a strong meta in that game and people, lifers who just stayed on that game forever and never got a new game are like way too good at that now. Uh, way too equipped with all the upgrades and stuff that can just like dog you out really fast. So I don't know how it is now, but overall it's okay that it's gone. I just, I want to see this in on the PS5. It's going to look beautiful. It's going to be a nice little addition to the backlog and... Like I said, January wasn't really a strong month outside of Arceus, which is on the Switch. Um, So if you're not playing any of these other games, it is a nice little, you know, addition to the PS5 library. So go ahead and check that out on January 28th. Um, Next up, Life is Strange Remastered Collection. This was supposed to come out with the deluxe edition of Life is Strange True Colors, which is basically a remastered version of Life is Strange. um, And Or not True Colors, but I'm talking about Life is Strange Remastered is a remastered. Uh now it's hold on one second. Yeah, okay. So this is February. So we're in February now. I don't know if I clarified that. Uh we're in February coming out with the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Made by Deck 9. Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Is a beautiful collection. I think it's called Collection because it comes out with the multiple original Life is Strange storyline, because they had Life is Strange. And then I think they had Life is Strange Before the Storm. And then I think there was another one after that, which were like all revolving around the same story. So you get a lot of it in there. And um, I don't think these games necessarily needed a graphics upgrade. It's not really like known for having great graphics. It's mainly kind of like a Walking Dead cell shaded looking style of art. It's not really like the best looking. It doesn't look as good as Life is Strange True Colors, that's for sure. But the story is phenomenal. It goes through some dark themes, it goes through some light themes, and like, you know, it's about love, it's about friendship, it's about a bunch of shit. And as a cultured fucking twenty-nine year old gamer, I fucks with Life is Strange. Don't get it twisted. Then, next up, we have on February fourth, we have Dying Light to Stay Human. This is a game that is a parkour zombie survival. I've talked about it before. You are basically surviving. It's co op it's open world um this one apparently you can make decisions that cut off a whole segment of the story which i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but it's mainly like your choices matter and i am interested to see if that how that goes and i'm interested to see if that's still in the game because it's been delayed multiple times and who knows what it is now you know this could be a whole different product by the time we get it um but nevertheless i am excited for it and it does look promising february 8th on playstation 5 xbox series x playstation 4 playstation xbox and switch and pc I'll, just, I'll start saying it like that Oli Ollie world uh olly, olly is like this weird indie skateboarding game where it's like side scrolling and you it's basically about like button presses at the right time to like do tricks and land on bars and stuff and um it's a really interesting game if you are into skateboarding games it's not like a tony hawk or anything mainly scott side scrolling um but it's more of like puzzle solving like trying to get through certain segments as you're you know going um Uh, quick reflexes are needed probably. And yeah, I absolutely love the other Ollie Ollie's, but um, it was a weird one too. Like you would have to hit X when you land, you know, it was like, it was very technical. Like you would have to, it takes skill to get good at it. Easy to play, difficult to master. Um, But it is interesting. And I I do kind of want to see what Ollie Ollie world has to bring. Uh, I mean, I am debating on whether it's worth getting on switch or PlayStation five. I don't think it needs the power obviously, but uh, maybe having it handheld might be the move. Uh but we'll see. Then on February 8th, we have Seafood. Damn, this month or this year is already cooking by the first week of February. It is insane. Seafood is a single player game made by slow clap A yo. And it is a game about fighting you're like it's technical you're doing different techniques and you're learning different moves and it's martial arts and stuff and then if you die you get older and every time you die you get older so if you die a bunch you can turn into like an old man just whooping people's ass um so it is an interesting game i, I wouldn't know if you considered a roguelike a roguelite because you're kind of dying and restarting dying and restarting if you do die so I'm, I'm not sure if your whole cycle restarts or what or how that works but or unless you're like, I, I I don't know. I'm not that familiar with it. But I do know it looks fun. I did play Absolver, which Slow Clap made as well. And it, it's very technical. I was literally adding different movesets to my weapons themselves that, like, I was picking up. Very technical martial arts stuff. And I was doing, like, weird tricks every time I would switch my weapons. Uh, it's awesome, though. It's very competitive. Uh, like I said, it's, it's easy to play, hard to master as well. And uh, Sifu looks very, very interesting. And it looks like it. Looks like it's going to be a fun little, you know, Sony exclusive. So interested to see what that what happens with that. Then next up, you know, you have Dynasty Warriors nine on February fifteenth, King of Fighters fifteen on February seventeenth. Uh, you have Elden Ring, a little game called Elden Ring on February twenty fifth. But I really want to talk about Grid Legends. Psych. I want to talk about Elden Ring. Elden Ring is going to be amazing. It's made by From Software. I played the network test, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying I played it, okay? Don't get mad at me. But that game is phenomenal. When I did play it, it was amazing. It felt like it felt like a logical sequel to Dark Souls more so than 2 and 3 were, if that makes any sense. It felt like it was a instead of it being a spiritual successor to Dark Souls, this literally feels like a sequel I mean obviously it is a spiritual successor But that's what they were calling Bloodborne And I would argue that Bloodborne is much more different From Dark Souls than this game This game is closer to Dark Souls than those other ones And it feels like uh, the most refined Souls-like experience You can kind of play Not to mention it's open world So there are a lot of elements going on there um, I think the only drawback I didn't like Was how the invasions worked In this new one because it's the open world So they would invade you and just run away You can't do shit until, until they're gone or they would invade you, and like you would have to run away. You know, I don't know how that's going to work in the full game, but see, it seems kind of nuanced so far. Uh, I would like to see how that kind of shows up in like the finished product, but that game is going to be phenomenal. It comes out on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Of course, it's not coming out on Switch because it would literally destroy that system. Uh, let's go through some March games. Elix 2. Um, I know Groob, friend, co-host of the show, loves that. Love the first one. I don't know if he's even interested in the second one. Um, Babylon's Fall comes out March 2nd on PlayStation. I didn't know it was a PlayStation exclusive. It comes out on PC too, but that's crazy. Um, did not like that beta at all. I thought the beta was really bad. Um, hopefully the game does get better as it comes out. And I, I even I don't think I'm alone in thinking how bad that beta was. But uh, I'm sure some people liked it. Maybe maybe they're not gonna change shit and it's just gonna come out and be how it is. Who knows? Gran Turismo 7. March 4th. Now, I am excited for this game, but it is tough to compete in a world with Forza Horizon 5. Uh even at that point, it'll be a couple months old cuz this is March. I don't think I don't think what it has to offer is going to compete, man. It it looks it does look great. It's more circuit racing only. So, I mean, you can do that. Yeah, or you can get on your PC, get Game Pass for $15 and play Forza Horizon 5 where there are street races, drift tracks, circuit racing, dirt racing, uh, you racing against a goddamn train. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. So, fun online modes. Like, I don't don't know what this game... I think Gran Gran Turismo as a series needs to kind of have a Horizon-style version of the game to come out where it's more about fun and less about simulation because I think there is a market for simulation, but there's obviously a way bigger market for the open-world fun-style games. Especially if you do it right, it could look good just like Forza Horizon 5 does. It's horizon, so it's fun, but it's also technical. You can modify and tune your cars to a T and have them drive a specific way. And you know, it gets real nerdy for the car enthusiasts and it gets real fun for just like the casual audience on there. So yeah, excited for that. But I think it is a uphill battle, no pun intended, uphill race. Triangle strategy, which is the, what is it the, uh, well, well, what is it was Project Triangle strategy, um, which is the new game by Square Enix. It is like, what is it called Octopath Traveler, similar to that. I think it's like the next step in that series. So if you want that, it's there. It comes out March fourth. Not too familiar with it, to be honest. Tunic comes out March 16th. I think it's made by one guy. It comes out Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC and Xbox Series S. And that is that is looking good. The last showing they did was uh pretty awesome. It looked it looks great, it looks like they have a lot of content in there. Um, it looks like the boss fights are interesting. It looks like it kind of like a Zelda like like an old school Zelda, but it also has a lot of like modern movement and attacks. So I'm very interested to see how that game plays. I want to get my hands on it. But I have to wait till March 16th. So there's that. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax is coming out March 17th. Uh, Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin comes out March 18th. PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And this game is a weird one. I played the two, I guess the the beta they did or whatever. Demo? Beta? Um, did not like it. Other people liked it though. They, they thought it had some promise. I didn't think it had any. I, I just was not interested. It was not the game I wanted. And honestly, Final Fantasy 16 looks like the game I want. So we'll see on that. But uh, if this game does come out looking more polished, I will give it a try. But overall I am after that, that demo, I'm not too interested in it. I do want to see it win though. And hopefully it does. March 18th is when that comes out. March 25th, tiny Tina's wonderlands, which is the next step in borderlands. It looks like borderlands still um, just with some more D and D elements. And you're obviously in like a fantastical world now and not, fighting a bunch of guys with masks and stuff. It's more just like you fighting wizards and you're, you're a wizard yourself and there's like magic. I don't know. Um, it looks mostly the same to be honest, but I am excited for it to see like a more, a the next logical step for the Borderlands slash not Borderlands series. Uh, cause it is about tiny Tina. Um, and it doesn't seem like a, just like a side spinoff. It's like a full spinoff into a new version of the game. Uh, I also want to know how it's going to differentiate from Borderlands three, That is the most interesting thing about it. But I don't think I've yet to see a lot that's been that different. Um, But we'll see on that one. I hope it's great. I definitely want to play co-op with the boys. Comes out on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, Weird West. What is that one? Uh, It's a sim from the former Dishonored devs, delayed to March. Uh, Looks like a little fun indie game. I'm not too familiar with it. 13 Sentinels comes out in April and May for Spoken. Ooh. Um, apparently, for Spoken's is getting negative feedback um, from their showings because it looks framey. There are uh, gameplay elements that are not really looking that solid, and it looks like the open-world aspect of you fighting random enemies. I guess I, I don't even know if they confirmed if it's open-world. It might just be the enemy uh, encounters you're having in the demos that they've shown have not looked impressive, and it looks like that it's going to have some issues um, to the point where, according to a another person I've heard from, that it's got some trailers pulled because of it and some showings pulled because of it because people were just bitching about it enough to where it is an issue. Um, if there were ever any of these games to get delayed again... Oh, actually, I don't know if that one got delayed in the first place, but if it ever got delayed at all, uh, I think Forspoken would be one that would be pushed back. Um Especially from the feedback. Just from player feedback alone, I think that would be a reason enough for them to be like, all right, let's not ruin our game. Let's see what this is all about. Um, August, Saints Row comes out at uh, August 23rd. PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And this game was like interesting because I... I am interested to see where this franchise goes, but the showing of everything they've done and the teaser trailer and all that, it just it looks like it's the same game just stripped down and made look made to look more realistic. And I don't like that aspect. It seems like they're pulling back away from what made that game different. And it looks like they're getting closer to what makes grand theft auto five interesting. Um, and they're trying to do this like wasteland style, uh, craziness on there. And I'm just like, I, I'm not the most interested in that. It just, it seems like it's a shell of what they're originally trying to make. Um, but we'll see. We'll see on that one. Uh Saints Row, if you are interested, comes out August 23rd. This one I didn't even know about. I don't know when the fuck this trailer came out. Uh It says it came out April, or it was announced July. Test Drive Unlimited Solar Crown, which is a game that all they show... Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, they showed a teaser of you just close-up cars, and that's really it. Um which is fine. Uh, but I, it is a franchise that hasn't been around in a long time. And I don't really know what to expect from it. test drive has had some good games before. Uh, but again, in a world with Forza and even for arcade racers in a world with hot wheels that reviewed very well, uh, you're, you're driving uphill stick shift in dead stop traffic. Uh, November starfield comes out a little game called starfield. Um, it's supposed to be Skyrim in space. I am excited for this, but again, I don't know what to expect. These games, they come out with these teasers, and people get hype, and I, I'm just like, I am excited, but I don't know what to expect in this case. They say it's like uh, Skyrim in space, but with that, what does that mean? You know, what does that look like? What does that play like? It could play out like many different things. And what they've shown, just a two-second little trailer in the date uh, for it being 11-11, it looks like conceptually it could be cool. But again, we don't have enough to go on to like actually see it in action. Uh, will the graphics be able to hold up in a in a game that is pushing a lot of narrative and um, dialogue heavy things? Like obviously, Fallout games haven't been a beacon for good graphics. They've mainly been beacons for great narrative storytelling and secrets and um, having a ton of dialogue in there and many different NPCs you can kind of talk to and and alter their storylines with what you choose. This game could be interesting. Uh, Will you be traveling planet to planet? Is it only taking place on one planet? Um, Who knows, but interesting to see what they do. They have a lot of power working on the Xbox Series X only and the PC, I guess, but um, they're not really limited to having to make it for multiple consoles. So I am am interested to see what this looks like, Um, and will it still hold up on newer tech like the Xbox Series X? Because I would assume if they're saying it's literally like Skyrim in space, they have a very high bar to, to leap over, and we will see about that. Um, a couple other ones that are not on, you know, confirmed dates. I'm just going to quickly go down this. A Plague Tale Requ- Requiem. It's a uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch PC. It is the sequel to A Plague Tale Innocence, and uh, Innocence was pretty awesome from what I played from it. I never finished it. I do need to go back to it, um, but it's a narrative game about a plague and there's rats and shit. <laughs> uh, I'm not describing it the best, um, but it does look interesting, this sequel, and I definitely want to like give that a go. I just I wonder when these games are going to release because there are a lot of bangers coming out maybe later in the year since a lot of dates aren't really filled out in the later months, um, and if they do you know, attach to a solidified date, then next year really is going to be Busy, busy, busy. Um what else? Arc Raiders, that was recently announced. Uh let's see. Bayonetta three for the Switch that's supposed to be coming out next year. The game that they announced like two years ago. Uh maybe even three. It's been a while. Uh they recently showed again and confirmed that it's still coming out. It is a real game. And from what they showed, it looks good. It looks like a Switch game. What it looks it looks good. Uh I do kinda want to see that on other consoles because they did bring like Bayonetta one and two to PlayStation and Xbox and PC and stuff, so I do want to see what this new one can do on a Switch. Is it limited? Um how's it gonna do storytelling? Do you need to play the other ones before you play this? Many different questions waiting to be answered. Um but we will keep moving on. You have Cyberpunk coming to next gen consoles. Maybe. Uh Deep Rock Galactic's coming to PlayStation 5, I didn't know that. What the fuck? Rock and stone. That's basically all that game is. It's made by Ghost Ship Games. You basically mine these big dungeons, and there are a bunch of spiders and monsters. So if you're against spiders, then I wouldn't check it out. Because there are big old cave spiders going to fuck you up. Uh, Dragon Ball the Breakers. What the hell is this? Oh, this is that weird co-op uh, co-op multiplayer game where you're like fighting a bunch of bosses. It doesn't look that interesting, to be honest. On paper, it sounded good, but once I saw the trailer, I was like, eh, I'm okay." Uh, Destroy All Humans 2 pre-reprobed coming out for PlayStation 5. You have Diablo Immortal, which is the handheld, uh, the mobile Diablo game that kind of soured everybody's mouth. Dune Spice Wars, ooh, Evil West. I want that game bad. Evil West looks awesome. It looks like a action adventure and Um, you're kind of like fucking up demons and you have this like cowboy hat and these revolvers and maybe you're a vampire hunter. I don't know. But the gameplay looks awesome from that trailer. Final Fantasy 16 is also possibly coming out next year. Uh, No word on it really yet. I think there might be a blog that they've been keeping up to date, but who knows. Ghostwire Tokyo is another one. Uh, Not really sure what that game fully is. They keep showing gameplay, but it keeps getting pushed back. So who knows what that looks like at this point, but... Uh, from what they showed, you're basically, like, hunting ghosts or you're fighting ghosts, and it it does look interesting. Uh, I do kind of wonder if it's going to be more catered to the Japanese market or it's going to be a just, like, overall, you know, kind of everybody will like it type of game. Um, Because our tastes are different. I mean, there are certain games that just cater more to things that are going on in Japan more than us, and that's literally called Ghostwire Tokyo. So, hmm. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, of course, I, do I even need to say it? It's the sequel to one of the best games ever made. Who knows when that's coming out, but when they do start showing shit on that, oh, we're popping over here. We're popping over here. Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, is coming out for the iOS and Android. Okay, it looks like you could already port it now. Grand Theft Auto 5 is coming to PlayStation 5 and Series X. Be hyped for that. Hogwarts Legacy, the RPG where you get to become a wizard, get sorted, and basically level up and choose your spells and combat. And all kinds of stuff and that looks amazing you get to basically become your own student I uh, cannot wait for that game I I, I want to know more about that and if it does come out next year add it to the list there are tons of things coming out next year that are actually just insane Lego Star Wars the Skyward Saga uh, Mario Rabbids 2 I still need to play the first one I have it but I just never played it Marvel's Midnight Suns which is like the XCOM Marvel game if you're interested in that the uh, Oxenfree 2 that's interesting didn't know that was happening. Then you got Rumbleverse. They just announced that uh, Redfall coming out for Series X, uh, SNPC. That looks very great. I think that one's made by yeah, Arcane, the guys behind Dishonored and Deathloop. So can't wait to see what they do there. It looks like they're gonna they're gonna make that thing look pretty. Um, and I wonder if it's co-op. I guess it would be some type of multiplayer co-op type thing. Uh, we will see. Skull and Bones comes out apparently. For PlayStation 4 and Xbox One PC, uh, we'll see about that. Somerville looks interesting. Uh, Sniper Elite 5, I guess. Star Wars Hunters, Star Wars Resurgence. Uh, that Star Wars Eclipse game they showed at that last thing was amazing. I don't think that's coming next year, but damn. Could you imagine? Then you got, what else? Chia? Chia! You got Chia! The game where you play as young Jeezy. Coming out for PlayStation Five and PlayStation Four and PC. You have WWE 2K22. I forgot all about that. You have uh Vampire: The Masquerade, which I feel like they keep talking about. The Witcher Three is coming to PlayStation Five. Oh yeah, they are they are working on that. I think that got delayed though for them to get Cyberpunk or something. Either that or the other way around. uh Stanley Par- Parable Ultra Deluxe, which is actually kind of interesting. I didn't know that was happening either. The Callisto Protocol from the creators of. Dead Space, or one of the ex-creators of Dead Space. Um, It's like the same concept, though. You're in space and there's monsters and shit. Looks awesome. Can't wait for that. Uh, And Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Probably one of the most impressive games to show this year. Uh, I think that it was one of the biggest surprises. It actually looks great. Even that Gotham Knights game looks good. But this one looks like it has a lot of potential to be a really fun co-op uh, experience. And obviously with the writing of just suicide squad in general, and those trailers have been hitting very much. That game has a lot of potential. And I can't wait to see what happens with that. And with that, Oh, also stray, Stray's coming out. You get to play as a cat. Cool. 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 Um, Oh, and Trek to Yomi. That's a PS five series X PC. It's like a side scrolling ghost of Tsushima pretty much. Uh, there's a lot more. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it as it comes. Salt and sacrifice. So oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about it as they come through, and I'm excited for 2022, man. It's, it seems like we have a big year coming up ahead of us, and if you are looking for something to play, there are things coming, so make sure you try to drop down that that uh that backlog over the next month because you know come January, like mid January to late January, there's gonna be some stuff coming out, and it doesn't stop until 2023, baby. So keep your head on a swivel for these sales and these games and all these things that are coming out, these DLCs, potential hardware coming out next year, uh, a lot of stuff. And I will see you guys tomorrow with some more gaming content. I appreciate you guys listening to this one and have a fantastic Thursday.